This is Midnight Downloads. A podcast exploring our current realities from a spiritual lens through stories, experience, loss, and love. And we're your hosts, Tanya Garrett and Ashley Warning. Hi everyone, I'm Tanya. And I'm Ashley. And we're Midnight Download. We're back with another episode uh, discussing the theme of connection. This week we're talking about connection to self. We're really excited about this topic. Yeah, I'm excited about this topic too because I honestly feel like we can take it a million ways. I mean, I feel like the the topic connection anyways, you can take a million ways. So yeah, I'm just excited to jump in. So where do you want to start? Yeah, well, I'll just, for viewers, I guess, listeners who are kind of joining in and missed maybe last week's episode, we are doing theme-based episodes where we're kind of deep diving because we notice we have so much to say on topics. So the theme we have for this series is connection. Last week, we talked about connection to creativity. This week, we're deep diving into connection to self and all the feels, and we're just going to have a conversation and see what flows. So I know we were thinking about this, and I think I'll ask you first, Ashley, and you can- okay. You can send it right back to me too if we need time. But when we think about connection to self, what does that mean to you? Okay, so on a very basic level, I feel like it really means, because I thought about this for a while, I think it really means like embodiment, to be present really. I think Mm -hmm. it's about filling your own cup. I think it's about taking care of yourself. I feel like it's feeling safe in your own body. I think it's a, it's a lot of things, but I think it mainly comes down to embodiment and taking care of yourself. I agree 100%. And, you know, when I think about this, because I was thinking about what that meant, too, um, I think there's always this journey or reflection about connecting back to self and what that really means to us. And it may change as we change, because naturally we go through phases in life. And um, for me... I think that the the feeling of how we feel um, connected to ourselves is a big part of it, um, our body, our mind, our energy. And I have actually gone through phases of thinking about what it means to connect to self throughout my life. I know when I was younger, I think having a strong sense of self meant, uh, you know, doing well in school or having a great career or just things that, you know, we we're kind of told growing up, which is, it's not bad or good, but it's kind of like outside forces influencing what the focus of self is. And sometimes, you know, during those times, um, I felt really good about that. I felt like when I was doing well in school, I was had had a really strong sense of self and that's not bad. But as I got older, my idea of connection to self was very much more intimate much more relating to the senses of how I felt, my energy levels, um, my creativity, what I thought about internally, having nothing to do with outside forces, you know, nothing to do with my career, nothing to do with um, my home or anything like that. It's just much more of an intimate reflection, an intimate feeling. I love that word, like intimate. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree that like as I mean that might be a um not I don't say universal but like similar thing just like as childhood as you grow up and progress and figure things out but I think you kind of have markers of what 
what things to self are your school because you're you know you're put in so young so like the good grades your hobbies these I connect by myself by like me I did a lot of arts and crafts and I and I did like a, I was doing like college art classes in middle school and stuff at like our local college and so like that made me feel like myself because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm creating and I'm doing these things and and looking back now those are very similar things to what I'm still doing but I am connecting to my body more like I said it's about embodiment and I think the way our mm, I don't know mm, the way that just our society is in general I think when you think and you were kind of touching on this a bit when you say like connection to self like it can kind of come off like selfish but it's I don't mean isolation you know like Mm -hmm. I am a person that does need a lot of like recharge but I don't mean like isolation. It's just I have to fill my own cup. And I think it's really about liking myself. Yeah. And getting to know yourself. I, mm-hmm. I think. And exploring um, that and being open. Like, you exactly. know, I'm not the same as I was at 14 as I am now at 34. So, like, it's okay to explore that. It's okay to go through phases. Mm-hmm. And I think it will always change. I know. I hope so. <laughs> right. You know, just thinking about what our interests are, what our hobbies are. As I started this journey on just this internal reflection and connecting back to self, I did have a period where I just kind of thought, well, what, what does that mean? Connection to self? I honestly didn't know, you know, Mm -hmm. if it, it, sometimes it was, you know, myself, like I mentioned as a worker, I'm a hard worker and Mm -hmm. that sense of identity, um, I think we can define ourselves however we feel comfortable and however it really resonates. But I think as I got to experience more in life and as I set up boundaries and started to kind of do meditation and certain practices, um, there was a little bit of a shift in, you know, the, the hobbies or the thoughts that I thought were most important weren't mm-hmm. as important anymore. And really just like you mentioned, having that embodiment of, what I felt like of of a creative person as a peaceful person focusing on harmony. Um, Then I started to think about, okay, you get to know yourself because those things are important. What gets you to that place? You know, like what does Tanya like to do when there's nothing that she has to do? And sometimes that can be frustrating, you know, because it's like, I don't know if you haven't really explored that, but I think this year in particular for me, I've just been doing a lot of exploring in that. And we'll kind of talk about, you know, um, characteristics of it. But I think to help listeners too, we can talk about the way that I got to focusing on connection to self was because I felt very disconnected. Mm -hmm. I think that's how it usually goes. (laughs) In the past, right. Exactly. You know. Um, so maybe we can talk about that and maybe shift back a little later. Um, uh, I guess I asked you last time first, I'll go first this time. Tell me all about it. Yeah. How do we know when we're disconnected for when I was thinking about it, I didn't realize it felt like being disconnected, but the feeling was kind of where you're doing all the things you think you're quote unquote supposed to do Uh and you still feel kind of lost or you kind of feel like, um, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, which I thought was going to work, but I still kind of feel like I'm looking for something else, you know? Mm-hmm. A or, certain. Yeah. You know, you just kind of feel like 
uh, my body, I noticed I was feeling very tense in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like when you talk about embodiment, I, I think of it really, the body I think is really an indicator of how we're doing when we <laughs> don't know, you know, the, the, there, I think there's this great book. I haven't read it yet, but I want to, the body keeps the score. Mm-hmm. I have that book. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, it's more. I will say though, there I do like that book, but it is more of um, it's like a like definitely like a scholarly book where it's like a lot of like case studies and examples. It's not necessarily like a how to. It's just more a lot of examples of. It is okay. I like the title though, but yeah, but like there are. I'll have to. I'll have to look. I have it bookmarked somewhere of a book that's like like that, but it's more of like a workbook. I'll find it and we'll put it in the notes. Oh, put in. That's perfect. Yeah, because I think. I started to know right away from the body that I was feeling disconnected, not connected to my own energy. And I started to feel a little anxious. Um, I remember I used to always try to focus on control. Mm-hmm. I know this might sound silly, but um, when I think this was back when I was planning my wedding with my husband, we had all these like people who have planned a wedding or planned a big event know sometimes it's a beautiful event, but it can kind of drive you a little crazy. And I used to worry about all these little scenarios that now I think back really didn't matter. The day went perfectly, you know, but I'd get anxious about it and worried. Like, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? Or I'd have like shoulder pain or back pain or, you know, that's when I started noticing, okay, physically something feels a little off. Mm-hmm. mentally I felt um, exhausted where I just felt like my brain was working so much um, but I really was thinking that you know we have great ideas about how much we can go 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 but not really focusing on resting and I didn't really have a strong connection to my energy to spirituality any kind of connection to nature anything like that so then I knew okay, something's up. And that's how I knew I was kind of disconnected. Um, how about you, Ashley? How do you know when you feel when you're feeling disconnected? Um, I mean, kind of similar. Like I, I start to get like in my shoulders, start to feel real tight. Um, and that's kind of started to happen because I'm planning like a big event. I'm planning, I'm planning this thing for art prize. You didn't listen last week. I'm doing like a national art competition and there's just a lot of planning because I'm doing a bunch of meditations, 18 meditations, so 19 meditations in 18 days. I know. So um, I've started to get like that a little bit. So I've, I've implemented a new morning routine just to bring in more embodiment. It's Virgo season. So I'm just really just trying to ground, but feeling disconnected from my body for sure, getting all of those pains, things like that. Um, but being aware of like my energy is huge too. And I talked about this last week capacity because I now that I'm aware of my energy and how things like that move I look back and I'm like how did I not like realize certain situations or whatever like I remember being at um uh, at a party and everyone's like drinking but looking back now you would have ever thought everyone was like rolling around shrooms or something because the energy was just so like chill and like I, I don't know and I was literally like a charging station everybody's leg or arm was like on me at some point and I like made a joke about it but I didn't realize that I was giving so much like I didn't know what I was doing you know mm-hmm. and then the next day I felt terrible for like two days straight I was 
tired, but like mm-hmm. tired, tired, you drained. know? Yeah. Like drained. And then I talked to people the next day or like a couple of days later or whatever. And they were like, I felt so good on Monday. That was amazing. It was so good. Like hanging out and you were talking about energy and did it, but I wasn't like aware of like my unique energy, you know, cause I definitely think I'm a very energetic person and that's how, I even do breath and company and all of this stuff. So I think taking care of my energy is really important mm-hmm. with all of this. And that's kind of how I know too, because I feel like scattered and I can feel my brain more. And I like to feel my body, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned this of just this awareness, because I think this idea of connection to self is developing this awareness of how you feel, because you did notice at that party, like, <laughs> why is everybody on me? Because they're literally draining your energy, you know, but it's, it's kind of like that experience. And I was like, oh, this is fun. This is like, yeah. ha, 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 ha. And I was like, when I realized like a year later, I was like, you were literally a charging station. Yeah. And you know, when we think about like, I think I've learned that the connection, of, you know, was self of, from these experiences of awareness, what things or environments or people are those factors that kind of contribute to the disconnection, you uh-huh. know, sometimes, and uh-huh. sometimes it can be unintentional. Cause I, I, I'm sure like those people at the party weren't intentionally trying to just suck up all your energy, you know? No, um, no. Like it just, and I was open. I was like an open vest and I said, Hey, come hang, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I allowed it, you know, and now I would put up different, yeah you know protections and things are gonna be in a big environment like that like so with prepping for something like art prize I was telling Tanya like I'm getting a special team made by one of our friends who's like an herbalist and like so I'm, I'm really trying to take care of myself and because I am going to be energetically holding space for so many people that I want to make sure my cup is full so I, I think that's a big part of connection to self but I do think um kind of to pivot a little bit but I think like my connection to others also fosters my connection to self and that's when Mm -hmm. like boundaries and all of that thing all those things come into place but I even think like food like that is Mm -hmm. such a huge for me especially and like I when I was writing my notes for this I I wrote down like big leafy greens like when I eat stuff like that um, cause I was plant-based for a long time and I say I'm an intuitive eater now, but like, that's just when I feel the best. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, how can I take care of myself is really, I keep yeah. coming back to. It's kind of pouring into your cup so you can help pour into others. Exactly. You know, which is so important. And I think like you mentioned, there was a lot of good nuggets in there of just like setting up those boundaries and setting up the environment to support yourself, like an act of self-love because I think over the years, you know, we've noticed we just want to set up the best opportunities for ourselves. Many times I think it's easy for us to do that for other people, but mm-hmm. it's really a, a profound act of self-love when you're doing it for yourself, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that in mind harder. going forward. Yeah, it's harder sometimes for us to do it for ourselves. Um, but through practice, you know, more and more we see how important it is. Like, you know, that saying when you're on the airplane to help yourself to mm-hmm. put on your oxygen mask before putting on others. I love because, telling people that too. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so, it is so important, you know, and I think boundaries and just these rituals that we do are so important to help us with our connection with self. 
because there's so many factors, I think that are, that can potentially impact our connection, how we feel. And like we mentioned with that example, like some are unintentional, like, you know, I know a lot, like caregivers, if you're caring for your family, um, you know, or your, or your loved ones and you're just super busy, you know, that can be a draining or maybe potentially impacting uh-huh. connection or, you know, taking, uh, going to work every day, the commute to and from sometimes can be very draining and all of that can be unintentional. Like it's just mm-hmm. kind of like life. It happens that way. But we well, still even like a big event, like a concert yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think those rituals are so important to set a priority and sometimes it's important because sometimes there are some people who are intentional with like hoping you stay disconnected. And mm-hmm, I just had sure. to, you know, notice like if you ever notice you're starting to work on boundaries or, you know, practices that invest in yourself and that may um, be changes from your current attitude, I say pay attention to people who have a react, a negative reaction to it. Uh-huh. They they may be conscious or unconscious of their their upset, you know, or or um, I'll just say I'll say subconsciously in this context, subconsciously <laughs> upset energy vampires, right? Energy vampires, or you know, they took advantage or they were benefiting mm-hmm. when you were really not as connected with yourself. And I think you are such a profound you. It, we are such a profound force when we are connected to self because just like you said with doing the leafy greens, the herbal teas, it's all like just goodness for yourself Mm -hmm. to be able to show up fully. And when I think of us, I think of us as like lighthouses, you know, Mm -hmm. just shining bright and, you know, helping others see the way. And the more we help ourselves shine, it's kind of like contagious, you know? So um, I love that you're doing all of that stuff right now because I think it is really, really important. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I do want to say like, yeah, like, the, you know, I do think the leafy greens and all that stuff, but sometimes a handful of M&Ms will do the job too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it may not be the best for like, you know, my body long run, whatever, whatever, but it's like, I just need that in my soul. And that's also like connection to self. I talk about food on here all the time and never, it, never gets old with me but I you know that's like a huge thing with me even like cooking for myself I feel Mm -hmm. so connected to myself because again I'm taking care of myself I'm nourishing myself Mm -hmm. and you know I I I have this idea and I think we've talked about it a little bit but like when we're talking about nourishment and kind of feeding ourselves yeah there's food but I also think that we are such like sponges that like Mm -hmm. we really do absorb a lot more than we think. So like, you know, like you mentioned, when you're having those M&Ms, like, are you laughing with your friend, you know, or are you sitting in a dark room stressed out? Like all of that, I think impacts how you feel and the energy you'll feel and how you feel connected to self. So sometimes I know that's why they talk about mindfulness being so important, but like, um, just thinking about food, food is a big one for me, but like, I know my loved ones will always laugh about how I can be one of those people who's like, I love, I love one thing, but I don't want it all the time or always want to go to a nice restaurant, meaning like good quality food. But it is, I think more than just the food, it's the experience, it's the Mm -hmm. ambiance, it's the company. And I think all of that ties into our connection and how we feel 
um, about ourselves. I agree a hundred percent. And I will not to get too deep into this, but I think um, in our age group, especially think millennials, that's how a big part of our like connection is, th- is through those experiences like that with food and the ambiance. Cause it wasn't really like that in the nineties growing up. So when we got to do mm-hmm. that and started to do farm to table, it was like a different type of, that's why millennials go hard for that because yeah. it's, you know, it's a different type of connection that feels more nourishing than before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think f- for me, um, now that I've been working towards getting closer to that connection from that time of just feeling disconnected, similar to you, Ashley, I've been really getting firm with boundaries. And it's funny because I think when you first learn boundaries, sometimes you, <laughs> you're you learning a new skill. So sometimes it can be super strict or, you know, like, I said, no, you know, and, and then you start to learn how to kind of have it be more natural, but no is a full sentence. Yes. Oh, period. You know, and, um, learning those boundaries and also learning how important your time is. Like, mm. I don't, I don't I'm learning that now. That's a lesson yeah. now. Like it but is like important. taking my time, my time seriously. Exactly. Like it is important for you to take that time to rest or, you know, I know sometimes in the past someone would say, you know, well, you don't have anything planned to do. Well, it's my time. It doesn't it's my matter. time. It's my I know, time. I not, it really bothers me. People are like, are you, what are you doing? Are you free today? What do you, ask me, ask me what you want to do. Do you want to go to this? Do you want to go here? Then I can act accordingly. And it's that capacity. Like, do I have the capacity to do that? And I think it's, you know, a connection to self is like stepping into your power. Mm. power of just unoffend unapologetically that's the word i'm looking for unapologetically expressing yourself mm-hmm. you know setting your intentions being firm about it and and prioritizing yourself one of the rituals i've been working on is it's keeping my word Same. um I talked about know, that last week mm-hmm like if i say yeah we did talk about that last week yeah you did like if i say i'm going to um wake up at a certain time for myself. I'm really working on doing that to just have, uh, I guess, like a demonstration to myself that I am worthy of it. It doesn't have to only be for like obligations, you know, and for other people, there's something mm-hmm. you said last week when we were talking about this. So I'm glad, I'm really glad you actually, we came back around to this. Cause I've been thinking about it all week you were talking about, and I literally brought it up to my therapist today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, when you're doing things for other people, it's like an alarm that goes off and you're like, I have to do this. It's an alarm. But for yourself, it's not. And I'm, and I'm trying to make the switch of, I still want it to be like, I want it to be a reminder for other people. And I want it to be an alarm for myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's the beautiful act of like through embodiment over and over again, we like learn the new habit of like, when it's for me, it's the alarm. It's important. I think mm-hmm. sometimes too, just we've learned, I think through society that, you know, what are your responsibilities, you know, to your family, to uh, work, to outside sources that always comes first, you know, and that's not necessarily true. You know, I think, um, again, I fill your that, own cup. Mm-hmm, you gotta fill your own cup. Yeah. And I think the more you fill your own cup, when you actually do, you know, hit that, little awareness button for someone else you're you're able to show up i think in a more present more wholesome more grounded place and it I, ends yeah. up, 
benefiting the person better, you know? A hundred percent. When you show up authentic and not, and I'm speaking for myself here, and not try to control the situation and what's going on and care what's going on. And even like small situations, like my family would be over and I feel like I have to pick the the right movie or like I had, and there's some like pressure on me to pick. And it's like, nobody cares. There's no Mm -hmm. pressure. That's like, just show up, be yourself and it will reflect other people. And it will. Yeah. And you know, I think that's the powerful Mm -hmm, that flow and I think that ease too of just it's funny because I used to think my husband um he has specific hobbies and I see how much he enjoys them and at one point in the past I was like well what are my hobbies you know and I think Mm -hmm. we can become so in tune with other people because we care about them we love them and just like you mentioned like that alarm system needs to go off for us because we need to be our best friends too and know that I think as I gone through the journey, I now am aware of all the things I love and my habits now that were just kind of before like little whispers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I think uh, we talked about this, Ashley, like when we when you first met me, like, you know, my sister's the artist, you know, and now we've I've been working on cultivating that creativity. So it's like, no, I like art too and you know You're a creator. Yeah, you know, it's it's listening to those little whispers and doing the little practices that you come to find out who you really are. And I think it's like a beautiful discovery because it's almost like you're finding your best friend, your little inner child that's always been there. Yeah, Um, you're an artist. We've been doing that book and the artist mm -hmm. way. And uh, it's like hanging out with your inner artist has been fun. Mm-hmm. And we discover it over and over again. And, you know, who knows if we have a reflection back later on, you know, in a couple of months or in a year, what the reflection of self will be, you know, depending on how we feel, where we are in life. And I think that's the, the wonderful part of the journey. You know, we keep evolving. Well, that's, I literally just wrote this down when you were talking. Um, I think that's the best part that it changes. Like my connection to self changes. And I think you have to be open to to that change because it, say I think I'm, I do this one thing every day. Like I think I might have given this example. Every, I have my coffee this way every single day and I've been doing it for like 10 years or whatever. But maybe I need to switch it up or out or whatever, the tea or whatever it is. But it's like I, I'm just not connecting in that way anymore and like giving yourself the awareness to be like a full expression of yourself. Yes. It's brave. It's, mm-hmm. it's truly brave, and I think it's honestly one of, the, like, the most uh, radical things you can do is show up as yourself. Show up as yourself, yes. And and having, like, you see yourself, too. Mm-hmm. Not worrying about – I mean, naturally, we may think about other people, but how you think about yourself and how you feel about yourself is the most important. Yeah, and I feel like stuff like that is always the stuff that sounds the most, like, a little cliche, but it's always the most true. Mm-hmm, it is. So I know, were there anything else that I wanted to kind of jump into this idea that Ashley and I had and we want to share with the listeners? Yes. So, you know, we're thinking about this connection to self and we thought, let's just kind of focus on that embodiment. Let's focus on experiencing it and do a little challenge. So we were thinking about each of us will reflect on what we're going to do for the next series of days to experiment with what it means to connect to self in a way that's dedicated time set aside 
each and every day for us to really do a practice that reflects, or I guess that that's been time to focus on ourselves. Mm, so for yourself. And I feel like it can yeah. be a five minute practice. It can be an hour practice, like whatever, again, whatever you have the capacity for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the idea I'm thinking about right now is just to do a daily meditative practice. Like you said, like a short five minutes a day. It might be, I think, a journaling or just kind of like breath work or focus, but it's going to be some sort of meditative practice. And I'm going to do it for, I'm thinking about a month. We're going to try to little, little under a little over. We'll see how that is. And every day I'm going to try to have that time to journal on it, to record how I feel. Mm. Or, you know, what's track it. We're actually, we're actually going to track it. Yeah, we're going to track it and see and reflect. How about you, Ashley? I love that. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I don't really know what I'm going to do because I have already started to do certain things, but I kind of want this to be like a special podcast thing. What do you say we, because I think we're going to record next week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So we're, <laughs> we're figuring this out in real time. Okay, so I think we'll have more details next week. I think let's say by next week, have your your idea what you want to commit to and then we'll talk about a time frame and kind of go from there yes and listeners if you have an idea if you want to do this with us let us know send us your ideas and we'll share them next week when we kind of share ours as well yeah yeah and honestly when I was saying you I really meant the listeners (laughs) I had already assumed they were on board and doing this with us in my head um so yes but and I will say we are going to start posting more on Instagram get a little more um constant with that we'll see how it goes no real promises but you can holler at us there and we promise to communicate with you for sure if you dm us and just want to chit chat or tell us your ideas we would love to hear them yes yes we would love to hear from you so I think I feel good. How about you? Too. I got it all out. I actually hit all the things on my notes and I never do that because I just let things flow. But yeah, I feel good. Yeah. As you can see, we are really trying to flow and just really be intuitive and flow with this. And I'm loving how the conversations are going. Let Thank us know you. what you think about it too. But until I think we'll we'll check in next week, we'll give you the idea about the challenge. Yeah. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye.